Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Board and Abroad. This week we're joining blogger and Pinterest expert Kayla, live from the Netherlands. Kayla is originally from Pennsylvania, but she left her life in corporate America to backpack across Latin America, which is where she met her Dutch husband. Together they traveled back to the Netherlands, and today she's joining us live to chat about how she's turned blogging and Pinterest into her full-time job. Hope you guys enjoy this episode, and thanks for watching. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? How are you two? We're, yeah, we're awesome. Thank you so much for coming on our show, talking with us. I'm really excited to hear about your story and everything else. So yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I just binged all of the previous episodes and it got me Aww. all jazzed to talk to you. <laughs> awesome. I hope you well, enjoyed them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did. <laughs> all right. So and I actually got asked the other day how I find people for um our shows and Kayla is the first one who I just reached out to on our Facebook travel group that we're in and yeah she reached out and said hey I do this for a living I'd love to be on so that's how we met <laughs> yeah it was pure fate in that Facebook yeah. group for female travel bloggers I think yeah yeah it really was um all right so yeah if you want to go ahead and like introduce yourself and kind of tell your story about where you started and how you got to where you are now we would love to hear that yeah, I am a blogger and a Pinterest coach, and I also am a Pinterest manager, and I also live abroad. I'm from Pennsylvania, but I live in the Netherlands because that's where my husband is from. And yeah, I started blogging whenever I moved here because I really didn't have any work opportunities, not speaking the language, and the culture here is a bit like tight-knit. It's kind of hard to break into, and I felt really alone. And, you know, so I just started blogging about the things that I found interesting to meet, connect with people online and just stuck with it. And then it just kind of, yeah, I mean, I always imagined it turning into a career, but in the, with the pandemic specifically, it really kind of, I saw like fruits of finally some fruits from like years of work. So it's been like kind of recent that it really has taken up, taken off the way it has, but it's been like a two year project since yeah. I moved here. Yeah, I feel like that's how it is with everyone, really. It's like you put in all this work, and first you don't see the results from all the work you're putting. But if you stay consistent, like, I feel like it's the two-year mark where it's kind of just like, oh, okay, like, it's taken off now. Like, all that hard work was for something. <laughs> yeah, there's some club. It's like you get past the two-year, like, that second lap, and it's like, welcome. You have paid your dues. <laughs> you have improved and kept going, and... <laughs> there's some magic that happens whenever you stick with something just out of faith and like passion for two years. I feel like something magical happens at that point, just as, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Before you move Wait, I, got, abroad, I, got, I got one question completely unrelated. You said you're from Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. Are you an Eagles fan? <laughs> I am not a sports fan. Oh. I'm from... I'm from the Western side, so like Steeler country, but I've never seen a single game in my life. <laughs> and I don't hunt. Those are the two biggest disappointments of being from Pennsylvania. So you you worked in like corporate America before you decided to 
take up this dream of traveling abroad and she went back across the as well. Yeah, I was like, had the kind of classic, like, go into corporate world and have this like great salary and the whole, and then feel dead inside. You know, it's like the path that we've all been on, I think. And I actually had a great job and nice colleagues and the whole thing, but it was just really, you know, you have this moment like, this is, can't be my life for yeah. the re like yeah. for even another year. It's like mind boggling to think about sitting and doing the same thing every day. And then I just got a one, booked a one-way ticket to Mexico and I started volunteering doing like work away, um, you know, where you volunteer in exchange for food and accommodation and just kind of had no plan. And I was working online doing the digital nomad thing, but it wasn't for myself. It was for an online magazine in Chicago where I had been living. And even that was, you know, there's different types of digital nomading, you know, like having a normal job. Like I worked not nine to five, but Monday to Friday. Yeah. And there were days I didn't leave the hostel until it was dark. And I even, you know, it was kind of, you go through, I went through like a real like process of removing myself from normalcy. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess I've arrived now during the pandemic. There's no normalcy. Yeah. What kind of, what was that? Like, okay, it wasn't, I think about doing this, but I'm actually going to book the flight, I'm going to do it. Like, what kind of got to that point? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. I guess it's just, I started looking around, I was really thinking about traveling, like, heavily, like, binging podcasts and <laughs> following YouTubers and getting really into the mindset. And I started asking people that I worked with and I worked with architects and engineers. And I started asking people like, don't you think life should be fun? Like, do you think that? And I, everyone unanimously, cause my life wasn't fun. And yeah. I was even wondering, is it supposed to be? Didn't we go to school and then you do the thing and it's like <laughs> the steps in life, but it wasn't any fun. I didn't have any fun and I was asking people and people would think about it and even come back to me days later and they everyone unanimously said it probably ought to be fun but it's not yeah <laughs> and I yeah. thought that's my answer you get people are way ahead of me you're like years down the path I'm on it's odd it's like I would be wise to kind of look ahead and decide to turn yeah right yeah that kudos yeah. to you for actually doing like so many people think about it and they want to do it but actually doing it is like a whole nother thing <laughs> yeah everyone gets it's, stuck yeah. that's all you need to do you just need to take that leap of faith right? yeah it's scary for sure but i was posting in facebook groups just like we connected i was posting in these facebook groups with travelers like did anybody regret quitting their life and going traveling and no everybody said no you can't regret that because yeah. you can always go back to it and yeah they were right yeah that's the thing that we always say like what's the worst case It's literally the whole story. <laughs> you met him. <laughs> yeah, we met in Guatemala. We were both kind of at the beginning of six month solo trips. I mean, I didn't have to go home, but in my mind, six months seems approachable. Yeah. And we met at the very beginning and then just traveled south together from Guatemala to Peru. And then at the end, I moved here. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
it was uh, something. <laughs> it's yeah. such a romantic way to begin. And you know what you meet each other. You know this. You get to know each other so well when you're traveling. It's like nothing like normal life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. And how was it? How was moving to the Netherlands? Was it like a difficult process or was it like fairly there? The visa process? Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of screwed up my visa. I mean, we made mistakes in my process. So a lot of people have an easier time. But I definitely, it was a lot harder for me. I actually had a mistake and had to leave, like kind of got kicked out. I mean, I wasn't deported, but it, I was at the end of my tourist visa. And I was trying to apply for my residency permit. And they it, it didn't work out and they said yeah you're gonna have to go and like leave for 90 days leave the Schengen area in Europe and come back so it took yeah. way longer than it had to but it's more it's really about how much money the the hosting person makes oh, sadly really? that's, that's about all that they care about I mean and they have to have a good record they can't be a criminal I, I think but that's really what they're concerned about and then you have to of course prove your relationship to the government which is really strange we had like a hundred plus page packet with like photos and photos of us with like some guy that we met at the hostel and it was like this is joe and this is his email and he will confirm that he was there <laughs> and we are really together yeah we did i mean we had to go through <laughs> yeah i'm kind of still doing it now for my american yeah green card yeah sort of thing but maybe not as in depth with the whole contact details <laughs> Oh, we've definitely got pictures and everything of us being together and proof of yeah. relationship. <laughs> it is, it's an interesting process for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, I, you're like these private letters and text messages and that's just sitting on somebody's hard drive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what would you say your all-time favorite place ever been was? Like, either backpacking or even Europe or Oh, that has to be Ometepe, Nicaragua. Ooh. It's like an island, it's like a little volcano island in this big lake. And I've never seen sunsets. It's like the rest of the world doesn't have sunsets. But there, that's like, that is a sunset. It's just like 300% more saturated. So beautiful. So, yeah. Just the most beautiful place I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then you kind of already mentioned what got you started in like the content creation, like blogging. You were just at a point where you felt like you couldn't really fit in anywhere, so you just started writing about like your experiences and stuff. Yeah, yeah, just wanting to connect, you know, that just totally like human urge to talk to people about the things that you really care about, and that's how my blogging and content creation journey began. Nice. And what would you say, like? the root of like Pinterest as opposed to like Instagram, YouTube or something like that? Uh, the root, the, sorry, the, like the rule or, sorry, the, what did you? <laughs> the, the route. Oh, the route. Sorry, yeah. there was a little connection from, um, uh, my route with Pinterest was really basic. I just knew that's how I found blogs and I wanted people to find my blog that way. And I think that's a really natural path for a lot of people because we are all, most of us are on it already and it's so uh, like you don't need a big following you don't need a lot you can just kind of come as you are and still f meet your people there 
And yeah. it's, I think it's really approachable. And I always think it's like the happiest place on the internet. <laughs> it's so like warm and okay. I don't know. Yeah, I can uh, no there's no politics you know that could be the single factor that makes this <laughs> that proves that point so how did it feel when you got started and how does it feel now like what's the difference in between like starting and not really knowing and then now where you're kind of established and how did all that go? Oh, gosh. You know, it's funny. You might feel the same way as a creator. Like, the process isn't that different. But the emotional process, in the beginning, you're like, what am I doing? What's that? I don't know. I Do people care? You're like, I feel like a single piece of content. Is this, like, emotional roller coaster? But whenever you're established, you're like, I know I don't need to worry about that. Somebody cares. It's good it's good enough. I guess that's the feeling that you really arrive at. In the beginning, you feel like it's never good enough, but yeah. as a, like, you know that you yeah. will improve. And in, in a year, we'll all look back and think that what we did now wasn't very good because we already did that last year. Yeah. And it's okay. It's good because it's like a good part of the process. I really like that what you said is it's good enough. I feel like I have never been at a point where I'm like, yes, this is it. I've got it. But I feel like I've been like, okay, looking back, like, I know I've improved so much. I know I'm supposed to improve. And I'm just putting it out there without it being, like, perfect, without focusing and worrying about it being, like, the exact vision you were looking for. Or, you know, it's just about putting it out there with its imperfection. And, oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm so bad at reading the comments when people comment on here. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you're enjoying this. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I really like that you said that because I feel like it's so true. And I feel like that's what stops a lot of people is worrying about the imperfections and feeling like it's not good enough. But saying that, yes, this is good enough. It's not perfect, but it's good enough. And, you know, I'm putting it out there. That's what you need to get at. Like, start and continue and then eventually build up to where you can do it as a full-time job. So. Yeah, exactly. That's like the one piece of grit you really need to have. It's to just push past that feeling that it's not yeah. good enough. Yeah, yeah. So, um, tell me, you have like what four? I don't know if Pinterest has like four million subscribers or something. Yeah. So, like, how? What was the journey from the start with you know zero to getting up to like four million? Was there some key things that? Um, I guess like everyone should do or is it just you know just being really consistent um, getting to that point oh that's a great question and you know the answer has even changed in the past month the answer i would give you a month ago is different than it is now because of changes but i guess that's the answer in itself is to just like be really in tune with the platform yeah. and to watch the changes and to not like we all have the probably have this urge to like put our heads in the sand i know i did there was a big algorithm tweak in july and my first instinct was like Ah, no <laughs> I wanted to like hold on to what was already existing and then kind of came to terms with reality. you know you just think okay it was always going to change it always was and Instagram is always going to change and it all is always going to be different in the future than it is now and just accepting that and really embracing the new features and changes and all of it and of course consistency yeah and really contributing Instagram wants its creators to be contributing that's really important. For sure. Yeah, we found that a lot. 
I always as well by people with uh, I always it's always strategies and we noticed on like the new reels like the ones that are educational and have value are the ones that do really well on there so yeah it's just about figuring out what works and so, like on any platform really that's so stupid <laughs> How long so, did it take, sorry, how long did oh, it no. take from um, Gary to like four million? Um, I want to say it took me about a year to hit the million mark. And then there was a big jump to about nine million. And now I just kind of hang out between three and four. And it changes. I don't even look at it. I mean, of course I look. If it dropped to like a million, I would wonder what happened. And I would go into like <laughs> diagnosis mode. But yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. It's all good the way it is. Yeah, I don't like sweat over the changes. Yeah, and that yeah, I, yeah. It's so funny how similar like is with Instagram as well. People come to me like, oh my gosh, I posted really bad today. I'm like, don't sweat it. Like we all have days where, or even weeks where it's like not performing the best as it is. But don't stress about that. Don't worry about it. As long as you're figuring out, okay, this week I do that well. What did I do this week? But don't stress over the numbers don't like yeah <laughs> yeah it's very very similar yeah the platforms are really similar in that way yeah and what were you gonna say uh, i think brad yeah. um i don't remember <laughs> sorry <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> um what would you say your best advice is for someone like wanting to start on pinterest um, I would say use the platform, like really use it as a user and don't kind of see it as a megaphone. I think that's a mistake that's easy to make for new creators because like, if you even think about like TikTok is new, I'm not on TikTok yet. I probably will be. But if you were to open that and say like, yeah, I'm here to just like blast out and leave, then you probably wouldn't be that successful because you're not really learning and being a part of that. Like it's yeah. supposed to be like a beehive of creativity and you have to be in the hive with everybody else. Yeah, right. Yeah. And where do you hope to take things from here? Because I know you, you manage other people's coach them on how to get you yeah um from here i'm still kind of figuring it out I'm, I'm looking at creating a shop and some digital products and i also my background is in graphic design and i do a lot of like freelance design for people still and making that more accessible with templates and i don't know i think in a year it'll look really different yeah uh, it's still very much in like the adolescent phase of where this is going yeah but i feel like i mean how it is for everyone every great creator out there has to somewhere and it's just even if you don't know exactly where you're going to take it as long as you start and you, and you stick with it i feel like it's just kind of gonna snowball itself and eventually yeah this incredible self-running business almost where <laughs> yeah yeah i agree with that i think that's really true yeah well cool i feel like that's everything we wanted to cover did you have anything else you wanted to say or ask or anything <laughs> uh no i'm just i'm really excited to meet some more creators you guys are way ahead in the photography game looking at your account and seeing your content is uh yeah 
content goals. <laughs> it's nice to meet people. It's like learning from all the different skill sets and seeing what people are really gifted at. It's such yeah. a fun, fun, uh, yeah, being in the content creation world is just such a fun place to be. Yep, absolutely. I feel like some of the connections I've met on here have been like, I, like, the girls, I have, like, this group of girlfriends that I'll meet up around the world and travel with and met through Instagram. And it's like, I see them more than I see, like, my friends from home. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah, the connections you can make on here and the people you meet such a good place to be I feel like and I'm really happy that we just happened to you know be in the same place at the same time we got to meet each other like I'm really excited yeah that's the magic of it all yeah for sure yeah. <laughs> well thank you so much for coming on here and kind of sharing your knowledge a little bit and story um, I know yeah it inspires me <laughs> so I hope mm -hmm. it everyone who's watching um so yeah, thank you so much. And I'm sure we'll talk to you later. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Bye.